Hello and welcome to the 16th roundup of the PPC Chat Twitter discussion that happens on Tuesdays at 5 p.m. GMT. My name is Anu, founder of MindSwan, a company through which I aim to share my ideas about paid search, paid media, and especially my passion for doing digital reporting well through a tool that is already on everybody's laptop. That is right, that's Microsoft Excel. So if you want a free consultancy about what I can do for you, um, in, rag- in regards to paid search or just even cutting down your spend on your data analysis tool, send me a message on at um, hello at mindswan.com um, or get to me, catch me on Facebook, Twitter or Instagram with the handle mindswanppc. So that's M-I-N-D-S-W-A-N-P-P-C. Um, yeah on any of those social media channels. So now this week we go back to our usual format of questions and answers. Um, So yeah, did you catch last week's roundup of our experts feedback on the announcements uh, made by Google at the Google Marketing Live YouTube stream? Um, Did you catch it? What did you think of it? Yeah, so go, if not, go out and check out my SoundCloud profile as well. See, you know, I I do a a bit of a feedback on um, what, what some of our experts said and like mentioned some of the new updates that have been announced. Um, So today's discussion, we have a veteran LinkedIn user, AJ Wilcox, lead our discussion on, um, yes, yes, you guessed it, um, LinkedIn. So yeah, I can say I I am, I'm not a, I'm not a seasoned LinkedIn user. Um, So um, this is just going to be a a started, been a starting journey, a recent journey for me to started working on it a few months ago with uh, my latest, uh, my latest freelance role. Um, Paid search has been my bread and butter for over 10 years now um so yeah linkedin is quite news to me so i'm really keen to see those tips you know to optimize my linkedin campaigns and um yeah because i've been i've been tasked with uh, making sure that i'm yeah optimizing those towards spends and increase increase volume so let's get right to it um so aj um starts the discussion saying welcome to ppc chat today i'm your host and the topic is linkedin ads yes so sound off everyone share with us where you're joining from and your and um and your favorite weekend activity um i wel- welcome lurkers during that chat but let us know you're here um heather kuan starts with from blazing phoenix arizona we love to crawl rocks in our jeep um aj wilcox then goes in with uh, me personally i'm aj ginger and i run b2linkedin.com b2linked.com even an agency that manages only linkedin ads so yes i said told you guys he is a veteran linkedin user i love hiking on the weekends um we've got katie strother strother even saying um she's from rochester new york kim dotty um who has we 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 recognize that name has been on this chat a few times now says hey ppc chat came from san antonio no experience with linkedin ads so i might be lurking for the most part my favorite weekend activity changes by season but right now i'm quite enjoying playing video games in the ac um, well, that sounds nice. Um, and then, yeah, Heather Kuenda, yeah, just realized she forgot to mention what she, uh, her company. So she says that, oh, yeah, I run HDC Digital. So that's her handle, HDC Digital, a digital um, and demand marketing firm focused on revenue growth. We've got Michael Fleming going with um, Canton, Ohio, and we love the outdoors, hiking, biking, swimming, you name it. Um, and then um, we've got Elevated Marketing, St. Elevated Marketing Solutions, checking in from Indiana, 
Indianapolis, Indiana, I believe. I've got Mike Krim saying New Orleans here. Obstacle course races are what I do when I'm not staring at a computer. Amalia, another um, regular on here, says, hey, PPC chat, I'm joining from Burnaby. Um, well, Burnaby, that's in Canada, but the short, short is BC, and I'm not exactly sure what the BC actually stands for. British Columbia? I'm not sure. The offices of Snap Marketing. And my favorite weekend activity is now camping. I went last weekend for the first time. So, yeah, she loves camping. Um, hello, everyone. Julia here from Vancouver. British Columbia again as per usual if you're if you've read a travel brochure it really is like that here it's nice we've got Eric Farmer saying joining PPG tab from old silicon slopes in Lehi Utah favorite weekend activity scrolling through old PPG chat threads um don't at me <laughs> that's hilarious so we've then got um AJ coining with um question one um saying have you run LinkedIn ads? If so, what are your thoughts on its performance? Um we've got uh, Mark Gustafson then coming in straight with Utah as far as activities goes. I'm an aspiring pickleball pro. Got to jump on uncommon sports before they blow up and you have no chance of being good. Um, then Kim Dotty then comes in with her reply to question one saying, no, but I hear they cost a pretty penny. Heather Curran goes, yes, but it has been a while since I've directly pulled the levers, dusting off my skills. I love LinkedIn if the post-click funnel is measured because they tend to be a longer conversion from lead to cash um we've got aj wilcox saying now yes obviously yes um uh, most successful for high value b2b lead gen white collar recruiting and higher ed placement deeply useful for customer lifetime value of 15k plus interesting so yeah quite expensive um katie strotter then goes in with her answer to question one saying yes and performance has varied drastically depending on industry we've got michael fleming saying um yes good performance for the most part have mostly stuck or to job title and matched audiences um we've got elevated marketing saying um yes the most cost per, cost per click is quite high um the cost per click is quite high making it hard to work into a current client's overall ad spend and then we've got it rhymes with i saying yes and mixed it's improved a lot as a platform and the current offer is not bad if you're doing lead gen or traffic goals Boo on conversions, boo, I say. Um, Amalia goes, I run them now. I find LinkedIn text ads to be awful in terms of CTR and actual site engagement. Sponsored in-mail a bit better, but no significant actions being taken or time spent on site. Love any tips on how to change this. Um, Mike Crimmins goes, I've run LinkedIn ads, although not as often um, as Google and Facebook. CPC was high. Um, we've got Doug R. Thomas replying with, ran them a long time ago, but it was a bad fit for the platform. Have always found it expensive and very low volume. And that can be, and that's can be a good thing hmm, interesting um robert brady then uh, replies saying yes seem both good and bad got to have the right numbers and funnel performance to make it a profitable channel which is why we do these chats um aj wilcox then um yeah replies to um katie strotters who says yes and performance has varied um aj wilcox, wilcox goes which industries have you found to perform best um it rhymes with eyes goes in there with an eyes um, gifts going waiting for an answer I imagine um, we've got Heather Kuhn then replying to question one saying great for content distribution and seeding retargeting list if you can long enough 
um, well, you can wait long enough to get the click. Um, we've got AJ Wilcox again, then um, replying to Michael Fleming, who says, um, yes, good performance for the most part. Have mostly stuck to job title and matched audiences. Um, AJ, AJ replies, uh, matched audiences are a blessing from heaven. Um, and then, yeah, Eric Farmer goes, yes, for a few different B2B clients. My overall thoughts on performance about above average thanks to using the AJ Wilcox strategy. So, hey, big points to AJ over there. So, yeah, I'm, I probably do need to, um, yeah, follow his, um, his companies, like maybe Twitter handle or social media or just check their blogs to see better good tips for doing LinkedIn ads properly. That will really help with my um, optimizing tomorrow. Then it rhymes with eyes, goes, agree, LinkedIn minimum bids can be insane. Best to just focus on coverage rather than CPMs, unless you like tearful client calls. Um, so yeah, focus on coverage rather than CPMs. Um, and then AJ replies to um, Heather Cohen, who said, she said, greater for content distribution and seeding retargeting lists if you can wait long enough to get the click. And AJ replies, amen. Um, and then, yeah, Mark Gustafson replies to question one saying, yes, I've seen both good and bad. If your targeting on offering are on point, then uh, Mike Crimmins then replies to, um, it rhymes with eyes, who, um, that's Julia Vise is actually her name. Um, Mike, Mike Crimmins replies, yeah, I've had enough tearful client calls. I've tried with a few different industries yet to find a real winner um and then yeah we've got uh, mary hartman saying jumping in late here i love linkedin ads expect high cpcs but if you have strong content offers solid audience targets ideal companies to pursue it's great for b2b long funnel engagement so yeah the companies which um i'm working the agency which i work on on our aia advertising and they mainly do recruitment advertising so they really do find um yeah b2b quite works um b2b it's b2b obviously and they do um lots of linkedin ads because yeah you know professional asking looking for people who are looking for very high tech roles they find linkedin has worked quite well for them and if it does it does we do get kind of good comments engagements and um likes and um link through click throughs to the sites um so yeah aj will aj then um goes in with question two saying will linkedin ads play a role role in your advertising strategy in 2019 why or why not so again will linkedin ads play a role in your advertising strategy in 2019 why or why not um heather cohen goes um yeah and question answer to question two i've seen success so this is part two of answer to question one even um i've seen success across a lot of verticals and industry machining healthcare any kind of SaaS product so that's s-a-a-s products um and then robert um brady replies to um julia vice where she said agree linkedin minimum bids can be insane best to just focus on coverage rather than cpms robert replies for some industries they think the cpcs are okay because adwords and bing ads are just as high um, mike crimmins replies i agree that the cpcs can be just as high but the cov conversion rate wasn't the same robert brady then um continues Continue saying they are usually more top of funnel because you don't have the intent. Um, they are aren't searching right now. 
um, and then Julia Weisgold replies exactly cross channel all the way. If you want conversions from LinkedIn, unless your product is a webinar or something elevated marketing, then replies to that saying that would make sense if the networked networks worked the same AdWords and Bing ads are depending on keyword choice at the end of the funnel. LinkedIn is high in the funnel. So if the CPCs are too high to get anywhere, I'd love to, I'd love to be proven wrong. Um, and so, yeah, AJ then replies to um, Heather Kruen, who says that I've seen success across lots of verticals, like machine and healthcare, any kind of SaaS product. AJ replies, great examples. I remember that in case I work with those um, kind of industries in the future. Dina Nazareth then um, replies, um, yes, love LinkedIn for B2B and higher education. And then we've got Katie um, Strotter replying to question two saying, depends on the types of clients that come my way, their budgets and if their product or services would be a good fit. So yeah, so I guess that means she wouldn't rule it out, just depends on what clients come her way. So that's a good, um, very open, open, um, open answer saying that, I won't drive it away, but I won't necessarily go chasing for it. Emma Frank's going, yes, but not running any currently. I want so badly to love them because great targeting potential, but I could never get the conversion volume um, against cost per lead to make it worthwhile. Um, AJ replies to question one saying, obviously, yes, most successful for high value B2B lead gen, white collar recruiting and higher ed placement, deeply useful for customer lifetime values of 15K plus again. And then we've got Kim Dotty then replying to question two saying, potentially, we're looking to put more focus on LinkedIn for our internal marketing efforts moving forward. For now, the focus is organic, but PPC may play a part in that depending on our goals. And that was an answer to question two. And then we've got Mark Gustafson's then replying to question two saying, not unless some nice B2B company wants, wants to come and swoop me away from my current B2C situation. Um, Heather Cohen then replies, yes, I tend to use content forward multi-channel media plans with a robust database nurture and programmatic follow-up. LinkedIn is a great platform for this kind of strategy now with audience match. Um, Amalia replies, always LinkedIn is one of many tools in my toolbox as a strategist and account manager if it's a fit we'll give it a go i think ignoring its presence does a disservice to my client despite my hardcore adwords bias um so yeah let's answer question two um and then we've got um um Mary Hartman replied to question two saying a number of my B2B clients are increasing their LinkedIn investments for various reasons, including new LinkedIn video ads, webinar on demand promotions, or just being fed up with PPC's keyword based targeting. Audiences are better. LinkedIn quality trumps Facebook. Hmm, that's interesting. We honestly do find um, currently Facebook is working better than LinkedIn for us. So maybe it's just like the, um, the industry and vertical that we're in. And then we've got Mike Crimmins replying to question two, saying not currently running any LinkedIn ads, but looking at them for internal new biz development. Um, so yeah, AJ replies to question two saying, if not, I'm kind of out of a job, more interested in your answers here, obviously. Um, and so yeah, at Julia Vise then replies to Emma Franks where she says, um, yes, but not running any currently. I want so badly to love them because great targeting potential, but I would never get the conversion volume um, versus cost per lead to make it worthwhile. Julia Vice replies, so true. I try not to aim for volume, but rather coverage 
or targeting much better results with LinkedIn as a cross-channel play? Um, Emma Franks replies, I really want to get better content strategies in place for my clients who do decide to test LinkedIn. Again, it seems that it seems that tough offers tend to be more effective. Tough offers? I am not sure about that um, acronym because that's an, in all caps TOF. Anybody got any ideas? Um, then Julia Vice replies with that. That's a great approach. Build a content strategy and use promoted LinkedIn as part of it. Um, Amalia replies, it really is tough as in TOF, but I think she's using it as a word. Um, you can't ask for the macro conversion right away. It has to be look at this blog, download our ebook, just read about our company. Anything else is too big an initial ask for the platform, in my opinion. It rhymes with eyes or Julia Vice even replies, B2B lead gen nurturing, build the relationship, invest in the relationship. Um, okay then, so we go back to um, people answering the questions and uh, Michael Fleming said, yes, just got a higher ed client and you said LinkedIn is good for higher ed. So I'll think about that if I ever get um, a higher ed client. Um, yeah, in higher education, obviously. Um, Kyle Schertz then replies to question one, saying, I, says, saying even, I have run them but only had success with super high spending clients. Um, and then, yeah, AJ goes straight into question three, saying, what's your favorite part about LinkedIn ads? Um, and then, yeah. AJ replies, goes in straight with um, answer to question, um, his answer to question three even, saying, I absolutely love the targeting for B2B. Nothing out there like it on any platform. Target by job title, department, seniority, skills, groups, company size, etc. Hmm, interesting. I'll be keeping that. Look out for that when I get into the optimizing for my clients. Um, and then, yeah, Kim Dotty then goes, um, a question from this noob. How do y'all evaluate whether a client is a good fit for PPC or LinkedIn. Mm, interesting. Someone trying to hijack this conversation, maybe? Anyway, so Eric Farmer then replies to question three, saying targeting, targeting, and then more targeting. So yeah, especially pretty, just pretty much what AJ has um, said about your yeah, targeting, especially for B2B. Um, and then Heather Cohen goes in and um, I'm not sure whether it's a reply, but she comes with a comment saying, I find that the biggest mistake that advertisers make is assuming LinkedIn is used like Facebook. Folks don't hang out all day on LinkedIn like they do on Facebook. Different environment needs to be treated different, differently. Amalia then comes in with um, her answer saying that the audiences are better but usually smaller, which can be harder to explain to clients who just want the traffic volume. The quality over quantity argument. And that was in reply to Mary Hartman's um, answer to question two, where she says a number of my B2B clients are increasing their LinkedIn ads investment for various reasons. Um, and then, yeah, audiences are better. LinkedIn quality trumps Facebook. So, yeah, so Amalia replies with that about the audiences are better. Uh, Mary Hartman replies to that saying, true. I think it's all about quality in LinkedIn. You can't afford to spray and pray. <laughs> uh, and then Julia Vice replies, uh, if they want volume, they're married to the wrong platform. Do some crappy programmatic if that's all they want. And then we've got Alexandra Valcourt saying that what's your opinion on smart bidding in Google AdWords for lead generation by phone or email? Each smart bidding strategy has their use, but do you prefer or trust more eCPC, maximize for conversion or target CPA? So um, I wonder if anyone will have any answers for that. Um, but then going back to the discussion, um, Kyle Schertz then says, yes, for sure. I feel there needs to be much better lead nurturing strategies in place to make it effective. 
Mike Crimmins replies to question three saying, I love the targeting capabilities of LinkedIn ads. So yeah, it seems like the big favorite for LinkedIn is its targeting capabilities. Matt Lukens then replies, LinkedIn's um, targeting plays an important role in our overall ABM strategy. We're testing those waters this year in order to invest more confidently in 2019. Um, Robert Brady replies to question three saying, the targeting is really the biggest dif di uh, differentiator even for LinkedIn ads can get such awesome professional targeting anywhere else. Because Katie Strotter replied to question three as well, saying that the amount of options available for B2B clients, especially now that F Facebook seems to be removing a lot of these options in the near future. Really? What's Facebook doing again? Um, and then AJ replies to um, Kim Dotter about where she asks a question from this noob. How do you all ev evaluate whether a client is good fit for PPC on LinkedIn? Um, AJ replies, I evaluate on whether they have an audience that can be singled out by job title, um, a high enough value that you can make up for high CPCs, and an offer that's interesting and involves a pain point. Can't just be a sales pitch um kim dotis goes my dude thanks for the insight um, aj wilcox replies anytime and yeah those are some very good tips about you know whether you actually approach your client with the offer of linkedin and you know what to actually look out for um in terms of what would be like you know the the, the good opportunities that lead you to go yes linkedin will be good for this um so amalia then continues to this the the discussion replying to question three saying audience targeting i love being able to show my clients that they got re interactions from the industry or company they are targeting love this p.s happy world emoji day so yeah she's got her emoji is of the face with the hearts for eyes um so heather kuhn there goes yup the targeting granularity um and then yeah mary hartman replies to um amalia says i'm in the middle of a long funnel engagement test and waiting for that solid engagement i hope it comes uh, mary hartman replies it can be tough as an agency person i fight hard for solid sales information for my clients and ex extensive lists to feed linkedin ads those lists prospect who has done a demo but not signed on people met at a conference make all the difference and aj goes so true um we've got um yeah emma franks replying to um heather Cohen who said i find that the biggest mistake that advertise make is assuming linkedin is used like facebook and emma franks goes this is a great point strategies can't just be sem versus smm need to be specific to each platform um and then yeah it rounded eyes or julia vice even replies um to question three saying usability not just new ui ranting but compared to almost all the other platform linkedin is easy to use no surprises no weird blue error messages with zook's face on them no bizarre red bars just simplicity i'm not sure about that the reporting has always seemed confusing to me and i i never you'll never actually get all the right metrics until you actually download um, a report so what do you guys think do you actually find the platform very easy to use um i guess it can be easy to use if, if it's just that one pain point that i've got to be fair um and then yeah and so robert brady replies to heather cohen goes amen entirely different mindset um so yeah that's about linkedin not being used like facebook with which heather cohen replied uh, mentioned elevated marketing goes can you elaborate on how to treat it differently i'm rarely on linkedin 
and Robert Brady goes on LinkedIn people are very objective driven they're checking out a job candidate a company job hunting etc your offers have to pull really hard to get them away from that very compelling content direct ad copy strong visuals um yeah then tim halloran joins our conversation going back to answering question one saying yes for multiple different industries in recruiting sourcing healthcare saas um performance was always a mixed bag sometimes we'd see some great stuff happening the other other times it was expensive and conversions were frustratingly low um, and then, yeah, we've got um, Mark Gustafson then um, replying to AJ, who says, um, ha, boo, BTC, when uh, Mark Gustafson says that, when he said that um, unless a client, unless a B2B client um, sweeps him away from his B2C client. Uh, Mark Gustafson then continues, says, I pitched LinkedIn to a B2C in an interview once when they were looking for creative ways to get new revenue. They're a local clothing brand and talked about targeting event planners, marketers for big organizations to use as swag could be interesting um julia vice replies local clothing brands need to reach out to women who need professional attire women in broadcasting need quite a wardrobe usually particularly if you're on every day give that a whirl um brad gustafson goes brb cheating this creating this companies um and um then aj replies haha um uh, mary hartman goes i saw a b2c clothing ad on linkedin today it was some new fancy clothing technology literally selling my pjs and i clicked so i guess there's a market there um and aj replies let me know if that works out um and so yeah amalia then replies to um how do to kim dotty even says when um, she asked about how do you evaluate whether a client is a good fit for ppc or linkedin amalia replied it's all about who they're targeting their business goals and if they're willing to invest in content if they're b2b it's almost automatically a consideration for me but i find you really need content to promote the company ideally should also have a presence um, Kim Dalta said, important distinction. Thank you. Heather Kuan says, yes, higher order value or LTV. So yeah, so lifetime value, more education re- required upfront, longer sales cycle, must have content. Um, yeah, Amalia replies to that saying, your tweets are epic on this topic. Um, and then AJ replies, the content is a big deal on LinkedIn. Truth. Um, so yeah, everybody listing out targeting and content is important when using LinkedIn. Um, and then yeah, Julia Vice goes, guys, this is a really good question. Help out. Um, so yeah, that is in reply to Kim Dotty's um, questions. How insane? How do you guys evaluate whether a client is a good fit for PPC on LinkedIn? Um, and so yeah, Ma- Matt Lukens then replies to question three, saying targeting by group specifically, titles and industries are great but can get ambiguous as companies like to brand themselves as wide reaching not as specific as we the advertisers would like affinity groups cut through that and then we've got julia vice then actually replying to kim dotty's um, questions about differentiating um in um in terms of evaluating whether a client is good fit for ppc on linkedin she replies it's the budget and the goal if both of these uh, things work on linkedin recommended evergreen look at their current um, current content what do they post how often what do they want to accomplish and go from there 
Um, and then, yeah, we've got um, Michael Fleming um, also then replying to um, Julia Weiss, Wayne saying, <laughs> who said, guys, this is a really good question. Help out. Um, as um, AJ said, lifetime value needs to be greater than 15K budget for B2B. Higher education have good content to promote. So, yeah, those are some very interesting answers there as well. Um, and then, yeah, I'll be definitely looking out for this and as i'm reading this i'm doing some screenshots so i can keep track of some of these amazing answers that have been given um so mark gustafson then replies to question three saying the targeting is such a good thing while you do have people doing going by the title ninja and guru you can even get them with skills um tim halloran also said like a lot of people said definitely their audiences and granularity the only other platform that comes close is facebook and later their job career options are severely limited in my opinion um and then yeah we've got um yeah amale going that the titles are so funny to to target because every company has different titles for different roles but the skills are really great points and that um in reply to mark gustafson saying the targeting such a huge thing why you do have people going to the by the title ninja and guru you can even get them with skills um, elevated marketing then continues with that saying agreed it seems like the targeting by title wouldn't be very good due to this fact do you find this to be true Amalia replies, I've had mixed results when I've removed it. I've definitely seen CTRs go up. Um, and then, yeah, we've got um, Heather Cohen um, saying that about replying to um, Julia Weiss, who um, said, guys, this is really good question to help out. We've got Heather Cohen then say they have to have a good funnel taxonomy with metrics defined lead scoring is ideal a nurture program and programs running to work the database linkedin is used to fill the database if it's not worked it's not worth it um, and then heather cohen replies also they have to be able to measure post click through the funnel i've seen linkedin leads resurface as customers six nine twelve months later if they're looking to convert these leads to revenue within a 30-day windows and can't measure outside of that they won't be a fit. Um, Amalia replies, this is such a great point. How do you do this with your clients? Um, Heather Cohen replies, we offer this as a service area. We actually partner with a lot of PPC agencies to straighten out the back end so their ad dollars work better. We deal with the marketing automation platforms, CRMs and dashboards. Um, Amalia replies to that, we should chat. Um, and then AJ replies to that, Heather is on fire um and then yeah so we've got some amazing um tips there being shared um by heather and then we've got matt lukens again then replying to question who's with who replied to question three targeting by group specifically titles and industries are great but can get ambiguous um as companies like um to brand themselves as wide-reaching not as specific as we the advertisers would like uh, affinity groups cut through that and aj replies to that saying groups are amazing the subject is so important to them that they joined a group specifically around the topic 
big signal. So yeah, that's an interesting one again, groups. Um, so yeah, we've got a Mary Hartman um, then replying to um, Heather Cohen saying, yes, higher order value or lifetime value, um, more education required up front, longer sales cycle, must have content. And Mary Hartman replies to that, must have content preach. I'm not putting up any half-assed text ads for products, demos, or contact our salespeople. Um, and then we've got Eric Farmer going LinkedIn Advertising Strategy 101 summed up in one tweet. And that's in reply to AJ saying, I evaluate on whether they have an audience that can be singled out by job title, a high enough value that you can make up for high CPCs and three, an offer that's interesting and solves a pain point. Can't just be a sales pitch. We've got Mark Gustafson then saying also AJ is expert here, so would love to have him chime in. But for a lot of B2Bs, the CPCs on relevant keywords is already high. So I kind of find the high CPC argument as not holding a lot of weight. If you have high lifetime value, then search CPCs usually are killer anyway. Okay, and then, um, yeah, AJ goes to only question four. I feel like we've been answering loads of questions here and it's gone past four questions. But yeah, question four is, what features, feature of features, would you like to see in LinkedIn ads that aren't already available? Um, and then before we go on, yeah, we've got some more praise for Heather going away from Kim Dotty saying, um, Heather, you're a superstar. Um, and then, yeah, Heather Cohen then replies to Mary Hartman, who said must have content preach. Um, and then, yeah, Heather Cohen says weird add to sales tactics are tactics are outdated on all channels and especially this one. Um, and then, yeah, we've got, um, Michael Fleming replying to question four saying metrics like impression share, what percentage of impressions am I winning for my minimum bid? Um, and then we've got Mary Hartman replying to question three saying my fave thing is targeting by company name, audience lists. I usually ask sales departments if they have a wish list of ideal companies they want business with. And then we start promoting white papers, etc., by job titles, skill sets, get the brand into the prospect's brain. Um, and then we've got J.D. Pratter then replying to uh, Mark Gustafson who said, um, he's answered question three saying also AJ is the expert here but would love to have him chime in but for a lot of B2Bs the CPCs on relevant keywords is already high so I kind of find the high CPC argument as not holding a lot of weight if you if you have life, high lifetime value then search CPCs usually are killer anyways um, and then JD Prater replies to that saying true search converts better but it can be difficult to scale plus social contributes to branded searches which we all know is cheaper and and more valuable and uh, mark gustafson again goes 100 100 100 emoji um henry foster's goes do you, any benchmark metrics exist for linkedin conversion rates or cost per conversions i was hoping it will be in the ad state paid media benchmarks report um amalia replies i've been looking for this but haven't found it would love the resource if anybody knows um uh, mary hartman goes um i consider 85 dollars to 100 dollars cost per lead on LinkedIn as a massive success but when clients come asking I'm fond of tracking KPIs by content place how much is a webinar attendee worth to you versus a demo we set goals accordingly interesting so 85 to 100 dollars cost per lead could be a benchmark for you guys 
um dear prato goes i am currently using linkedin emails lead gen forms and getting seven dollars cost per lead just saying it works and competitive to facebook prices but with a way better audience mary hartman goes dang that's mad cheap i should really do linkedin email linkedin email so easy to forget that section on the platform um aj wilcox replies be careful with sponsored email easily the most expensive ad unit if you offer if if your offer isn't valuable enough um jd prato reprise true story aj but when done right look out leads for days and aj replies four days <laughs> okay and then yeah we've got um Heather Curran then replying to Mark Gustafson, who says that, yeah, who say about saying now AJ is the expert on that. Um, Heather Curran replies, the key is being able to measure life. Well, I think the key, not even the key even. The key is being able to measure lifetime value and days to close. Many companies are stuck in lack of visibility because their tech stacks aren't set up to measure. We can fix that. Interesting. Um, and then, yeah, we've got AJ replying to... Um, um michael fleming who says that metrics like impression share what percentage of impressions am i winning for my minimum bid in regards to what new features would he like in terms of linkedin ads and aj replies so that this that's very good because like, yeah that is definitely a metric that's very important for a lot of clients they want to know competitively how are they doing and how much more impressions is left on the table that they could possibly be picking up um and then, yeah, we've got AJ Wilcox then going to um, answering question four, saying there's no targeting by device, which is limiting. Also, the fact that the time zone is always set to GMT means small budgets are spent overnight before professionals even arrive at work makes day party necessary. And then Tim Halloran then goes, hold up, I got to write this down. This is the type of stuff that I love to hear confirmed because when I try to make or confirm this argument by looking through GA, sometimes I feel like I'm grasping at straws. And that's in reply to Heather Kuhn saying that LinkedIn, um, you know, is, is very much about, yeah, lifetime value and the long sales funnel saying I've seen LinkedIn leads resurface as customers six, as customers six, nine, 12 months later, if they're looking to looking to convert these leads to revenue within a 30-day window i can't measure outside of that they won't be a fit um and so yeah we've got um mary hartman um as well saying hey here reporting is the worst even toggling dates in the dashboards feels like a gamble at times and it it's misloads yes and that is also yeah as you if you've if you've been listening that was one of my complaints earlier about um linkedin sometimes you don't actually see all the stats that you want to see until you actually do a download um and then jd bratcher then replies i know a great reporting tool especially for linked ads Ooh. I need to ask about that um and then aj wilcox says um how many times i've reported to clients incorrectly because i trusted the data in the dashboard Ugh. okay yeah that's interesting we need to i need to find out what's the better reporting means is for linkedin i would really did do wish that they have a linkedin um an excel plugin for linkedin the way that facebook has a facebook like plugin for um within excel where you can pretty much within excel just pull the facebook stats it would be great if linkedin could come up with that that'll be 
my own share of what I wish LinkedIn um, could um, provide us with. Um, then Matt Lukens then replies saying um, to question four, saying stronger tools for organisations to separate help um, wanted ads from the kind of work we all do. Just because we're hiring doesn't mean we want that to dominate our narrative. Um, Robert Brady replies, some type of bulk editor, offline editor would be awesome. Yeah, bulk editors are always important, like AdWords editor, even Bing editor, even though it can be a pain, it's very useful. Also, yes, plug it into Excel would be great as well. Um, anyway, um, Katie Strotter then goes, um, the ability to delete or edit lead gen forms and compare date ranges. Um, it rhymes with eyes, goes, replies to the question four, saying more ad types within campaigns for easier retargeting, simplify the budget billing process. Um, and then we've got um, um, Katie Strotter then saying better demographic reporting, sick of seeing below reporting minimum, all other platforms show data after just one conversions. Um, and then, yeah, we've got um, Tad Miller replying, saying catching up. Um, he replies to question four saying, need placement reports for where my ads are being placed outside LinkedIn and the possibility and the ability to exclude those placements. Interesting. They actually show your ads on non-LinkedIn platforms um, when you're doing LinkedIn ads and they don't tell you how to exclude that. That's very, uh, very bad, I'd say. Amalia then replies, better reporting. I'm constantly explaining to clients that the click when it comes to sponsored in-mail is actually open because they don't change the columns, assume it means a website click. Um, Gina Nazareth then replies, same frequency data in terms of to answer question four. And then we've got, um, yeah, Kim Dottig then goes, wow, I'm surprised by these limitations. Seems really important. And that's in reply to AJ saying there's no targeting by device. Also, the fact that time zones is always in GMT as well. Um, and then Amalia, um, yeah, replies, continues um, with that reply to Kim Dottig saying, I personally believe that LinkedIn doesn't have to invest as much in their ad platform because it's not their main source of income like facebook for example they have premium customers who can keep them going even if ads fails aj replies big reason why it's taken so long for innovation um and then yeah we've got um mark gustafson saying um would love to have an auction insights report never going to happen on social though and then we've got Mary Hartman's going, I like this. What um, in reply to Tad Miller saying, need placement reports for where my ads are being placed outside LinkedIn and the ability to exclude these. And Mary Hartman replies, I like this. It would be amazing to see placement reports, especially now that Bing and LinkedIn will be integrating more in the future. More clarity of placements would be rad, especially if LinkedIn targeting becomes available in Bing ads someday. Fingers crossed. And then, um, yeah, we've got um, Tad Miller then going back and replying to question two, saying it depends on the goal. If it's content marketing, it's the lead channel. Quite a performance drop off after that for high CPCs. Um, Tim Halloran goes, Bing lead ad integration, two-way data, Bing to LinkedIn and LinkedIn to Bing, making search campaigns with LinkedIn's audience targeting features. Um and then, yeah, came, uh, Katie Strotter there replies, after all the Facebook drama, I wonder if this will become a thing on other social ad channels. Um, so, yeah, that's um, in reply to JD Prater saying, true, more transparency will be nice here, especially when it comes to brand safety. And that was in reply to the, the this is about the discussion about being able to see exactly where our placements are being shown and being able to exclude dependent 
on where it's been shown. Um, and then Katie Strata, uh, Strata then goes, after all of the Facebook drama, I wonder if this will be a thing on other social ad channels. Daily Prater replies, let's hope so. I have given their team their specific feedback. Let's see if they implement it. And then Katie Strata goes, gives a gif of a kid going, please. Um, and then, yeah, and um, Heather Kuen replies to... Um, Michael Fleming, who was replying to question four about metrics like impression share, what what percentage of impressions am I winning? Um, Heather Cohen replies, yes, and better reporting and ad editor. Um, and then, yeah, we've got um, Carl Schurz replying to question three, four again, saying probably been said, but quicker ad creation. I also don't like having to past and immediately delete the final URL to create a sponsored ad. Seems really weird. Um, Tim Halloran then points out, yes, this PPC chat is on fire. I've given up trying to follow all the interesting threads. I'm just going to have to catch up later today. Or just listen to this um, roundup, Tim. Um, so, yeah, Heather Curran then replies to um, um, Gina Nazareth, who said frequency data uh, would be nice to have. And Heather Curran goes, this would be nice too. Yes. We've got um, Mark's Media going, hanging around today's PPT chat with not much to contribute when it comes to LinkedIn ad, ad, ads as we haven't utilized them. Very interesting to see what people's experiences have been. Um, Heather Curran then goes to answer question four, saying competitive Intel data would be cool and optimization, optimization suggestions. Uh, Mark Gustafson says, yes. Yes, let's make a new UI, please. Um, and then AJ Wilcox goes, yes, I'd love to dwell on this question all day long so LinkedIn engineers can review it, but we must move on. And he moves on to question five, which goes, what part does LinkedIn ads play in your sales cycle? When is it useful? Um, and then, yeah, we've got... Um, AJ coming in with his answer to um, question five, saying, I find it especially powerful as a first touch since targeting is so useful for finding new qualified prospects that we don't already have access to. Also good for sales acceleration, keeping your solution top of mind for leads that haven't yet closed. Um, and then, yeah, we've got... Um, and then, yeah, we've got Emma Frank saying, I've seen this with my EDU clients that have very niche products. And that's in replying to um, Amalia, who said, agreed, I've had clients on social convert better than search. And sometimes search only works better because the intent already existed. It's like giving a coupon to someone already in line at the grocery store with your product. That's an interesting uh, analogy. Um, yeah, and we've got um, a rounded eyes going, ooh, okay, for my big corporate giant client, it's direct. Come to our webinar. We tell you the things for our for my influencer outreach. It's top of funnel. Hear about this thing. Learn more later. That's in reply to question five. Mike Crimmins then goes to question five. For question five saying, I like using LinkedIn ads for brand awareness with some lead gen mixed in. Want to try it as remarketing. Carl Schurz then replies to um, question five saying, typically a high funnel approach and strategy. Would love to hear recommendations on how to to use it as more of a DR low funnel strategy. 
Uh, Michael Fleming then replies to question five saying awareness and branding for client whose average sale is $800,000. So yeah, they can afford it. Um, So Tad Miller then replies, it really works at all levels on the sales cycle. It's best at bringing qualified people into the funnel, but the remarketing capability has now expanded its possibilities to the nurturing in mid funnel cycles too. Um, Heather Kuinder replies to question five saying acquisition and top and middle lots of content distribution and programmatic marketing assist with matched audience tools customer middle and end using matched audience stuff to try and build advocacy and re-engage and then we've got Mary Hartman then going um, LinkedIn ads always a part in mid funnel where engagement when a prospect in our remarketing when a prospect or remarketing lists needs an extra push company comparison piece Gartner Forrester reports solid research to sell also good for top funnel introduction to brand expertise or thought leadership content. And we've got Mark Gustafson then saying, I tend to focus LinkedIn spend higher in my funnels. If remarketing in my other channels are solid and segmented by my LinkedIn targeting, then I don't even need to fill a form. The click will move down into separate cheaper campaigns. Haven't done much bottom of funnel. And then we've got Eric Farmer then replying um, to question five saying great first touch, but it's extremely important to communicate this to client or boss so they don't think the campaign was a total waste of money because it didn't lead to money right away. Um, and then, yeah, Michael Fleming goes, am I the only one who is thinking LinkedIn seems like an expensive way to build remarketing lists? Um, and then, yeah, Heather Curran then replies saying, yup, plus Google Tag Manager segmentation equals laser slicing. And that's replying to Amalia saying, I use it as a tough to bring sponsored post to prospects. Then we target later based on scroll data and analytics. So top and middle funnel usually. Um, and then, yeah, we've got Mary Hartman replying to Kyle Schertz, who um, here where he, he said typically a high funnel approach and strategy would love to hear recommendations on how to use it as a more direct low funnel strategy. Mary Hartman replies, I use low funnel. The focus is on building the brand's reputation through Gartner Forrester guides to prospects. Also promoting the brand cross organization to earn the attention of CEOs, CFOs, etc. The underlings might love the brand, but boss doesn't know. Um, and then we've got Tim Halloran then replied to question five saying has worked best for low barrier, high value offers to people unfamiliar with my client. Webinars, ebooks, generally middle of funnel though the thing with linkedin targeting is that it's basically pre-qualifies the audience to the point where i almost wouldn't consider it top of funnel anymore um and then yeah we've got aj um replying to um Henry Foster, who has asked for benchmark metrics for LinkedIn conversion rate and cost per conversion. Um, AJ replied, sponsored content is 0.35 um, click-through rate and 8 to 12% conversion rate on content offers. Um, and then Kim Dotty then goes, AJ, you gem, you've done it again. AJ replies, why, thank you. And then we've got a lot of several other thanks. Um, and um, Elevated Marketing said, so you need a large reach. AJ Wilcox replied, either that or lots of audiences or just be okay with not spending a ton and just providing cover fire to the right audience i can often make a case for any of these options 
And then we go to question, we go to question six and AJ asks, what recent LinkedIn ads updates are you most excited about? Um, and then, yeah, we've got um, AJ replying going there, lead gen forms. We're finding more and more clients that we recommend them for now supported with both sponsored content and sponsored email and integrate into Salesforce, Eloqua, Marketo, Dynamics, Drift Rock and Zapier. Yeah, Zapier came, comes up again. Um, and then Tan Miller then replies, the cheap ways to typically have audiences full of like to have but can't afford people. It's easier to fully qualify a LinkedIn-based audience. Um, and that's in reply to Michael Fleming saying, am I the only one who is thinking LinkedIn seems to be an expensive way to build remarketing lists? Um, and then, yeah, we've got Amali replying to question six saying, I believe they just introduced a carousel option for sponsored posts. That'll be interesting. Mm, yeah. Um, and then AJ goes, um, continued answers question six saying they're tough to work with on the back end and don't push traffic to your site, but we see conversion rates 10 to 30% higher. So it's often worth a test. So that's in talk, still continue talking about lead gen forms. Um, and then, yeah. It rhymes that eyes goes mostly interested in the Bing integration, but eyes for other news. Um, Emma Franks goes, I'm looking forward to testing carousel ads and lead forms on LinkedIn. Since they've worked well for me in Facebook, I know, I know the two are very different, but still I'm optimistic. Amalia replies, I'm prepping my argument for gating um, content LinkedIn ads, PPC chat, any particular gems you use with clients. Um, Tad Miller replies, excited about the thing I can't even see yet. The use of Bing ads with LinkedIn targeting might be the game changer it could also be horrible yeah <laughs> um and then uh we've got uh mark gustafson replying the recent one thousand dollar credit that's available to all advertisers <laughs> i'm joking i wish and then we've got um answers to question six saying video on linkedin ads video all darn day i'm launching a lot of video right now um tad miller then um also then continues with his answer to question six saying video ads are at least a better way to get video content to a real b2b audience facebook and youtube can't do that um and then yeah heather cohen then replies saying on content offers right fill the database these produce unqualified leads or none at all on bottom of funnel ad sales ctas in my experience um and then yeah that's a reply to aj wilcox um talking about the um, um lead gen forms being tough to work with on the back end and don't put traffic to your side but seeing a conversion rates 10 to 30 30 percent higher so it's worth it um gina nazareth then replies to question six saying i'm glad linkedin finally decided to add a video ad option i'm interested to try the carousel ads as well um and then it rhymes with eyes goes i only want people excited enough to give me something for this content doesn't have to be lots of money but i'm excited about it and i want other people who are excited too um and that's a reply to i'm prepping my argument for getting content any particular gems you use with clients um and then yeah and then heather Cohen replies um uh, to mary hartman who says she considers 85 dollars to 100 dollars cpl massive success um heather Cohen replies this is where crm campaign tracking is super helpful so they can measure attribution by channel and by content asset 
um, um Jenny Prater goes loving the new carousel ads um and then yeah I had the Korean replies to Tad Miller who said he's he's excited about the thing that can't see yeah the use of Bing ads with LinkedIn targeting might be a game changer Heather Korean goes yes um and so yeah we go straight into question seven again um no, again, we go into question seven now saying which LinkedIn ad unit sponsored content, text ads, sponsored emails are you finding the most success with currently and why? Um, and then, yeah, we've got um, Julia Vice replying, mostly sponsored content, hoping to test emails soon. Um, and then, yeah, we've got um, Robert Brady replying, is anyone seeing success with the text ad unit? Asking sincerely, sincerely even. Um, Eric Farmer replies, uh, not even replying to Robert Brady, just replying to um, question seven saying, I heard text ads are all the rage right now in Europe. Um, not sure about that, especially with LinkedIn anyway. Um, and then, yeah, Heather Kuhn replies to... Um, Tad Miller, who says video ads are at least a better way to get video content. Um, Heather replies, as long as the video content is made for the environment, don't forget this. Got to map content and the buyer's journey, persona and placement. Um, Tad Miller replies, yes, it's all about the targeting, persona and stage. But what a great early stage way to build awareness to a super targeted audience with no waste on the untargeted. Um, and then, yeah, AJ goes with... Uh, also announced question seven saying spontaneous content is my favorite as it's the most versatile. I recommend it 95% of the time. Text ads are cheap and excellent, but CTLs are so low. It's hard enough to drive. It's hard to drive enough traffic. Sponsored email are the hardest to get right now, in my opinion, expensive and can feel spammy. So yes, yay on sponsored content, text ads, low click through rates, email, in-mail, hardest to get right now. Um, and then, yeah, Katie Strotter then goes 100% the same. Um, and then we've got, um, yeah, a goodbye from Julia Vice saying, got to jump off and go see a client. You guys are the smartest, best people. Um, a Tuesday morning could ask for and goes, uh, signs off with a lovely gift of, um, the golden girls having a nice little group hug. Um, and then, yeah, we've got Mark Gustafson then going, I've, I've only run sponsored content, so pretty excited to hear from others. JD Pratter just broke PPC chat with his $7 cost per lead with sponsored emails and lead ads yes i was thinking that i'd hold on to that high 100 um dollar um cpl that mary hartman suggested but then jd pratter came in with seven dollars cost per lead um so yeah i will not be telling the clients about that just yet and see whether it's actually something we can achieve before actually suggesting it as a target um tad miller then goes um, to question seven um well answering to question seven it's been sponsored content ever since linkedin became a mobile channel back in the desktop days text ads were awesome but social ads mobile ads um heather cohen then replies to question seven saying sponsored content and depending on the offer in mail um and then yeah daily prater goes i've given up on sponsored content for now and switched over to in-mail ads loved it um tad miller then replies to robert brady where he said is anyone seen success with a text ads unit um tad miller replies there just isn't much desktop traffic left on linkedin anymore where text ads show it's all on the phone now uh, mark crimmins then replies maybe it's just me but i rarely use the linkedin app i use linkedin mostly at work 
on my desktop kim Dotter replies same i have the app but rarely find a reason to use it um yeti prato goes i'm the opposite i pretty much only use the app so yeah looks like some people use the app some people use the desktop um and then yeah aj wilcox then replied to um jd prater said if you can make email work you can deeply penetrate audiences none of this hope that only 99 percent of people ignore your ad stuff um and then yeah jd prater replied it's true but right now i'm getting 65 percent open rate on a super targeted audience even if they don't download it i know they read the message um jd prater goes also continues saying as sangram says engagement is the new form phil mike gustafson goes plus one to that um and then yeah so with our final question um which is um, question eight um for this amazing um in very amazingly informative and highly um highly intuitive and um really great answers for of our of our dis for our discussion um AJ then goes in with, with, with question 18. Are you currently employing LinkedIn ads for an account-based marketing strategy? Why or why not? So that's what they mean by ABM, account-based marketing. Um, and then, yeah, we've got AJ Wilcox obviously going in with the uh, answer to question 18. Yes, I find LinkedIn ads to be awesome for ABM efforts. Targeting dream accounts, accounts in lead status that haven't closed are great. Also a big fan of using ABM lists for exclusions, exclude competitors, extend customers, etc. Um, and then we've got Heather Cohen replying to question eight. We use LinkedIn ads for ABM on old school tactics, tactics like executive, executive briefings. We run a series of topically irrelevant content to the target accounts. Um, and then, yeah, we've got um, Tad Miller there replying to question eight, saying, not like I want to. It's amazing to me in this day and age that client sales teams can't even come up with the top 50 lists of the companies they want to sell to true story um and then heather Cohen replies continues with the reply to question 18 i put outbound sales in the abm bucket and we have run content distribution alongside outbound efforts um mary hartman replies question 18 yep linkedin is the best way to use abm lists in my honest opinion i wish facebook could do the same but the audience their lists their jobs as director of pillow forts <laughs> at couch ink <laughs> um and then aj replies then yeah well that's it for the questions ppc chat feel free to stick around and conversate go out and crush your goals with linkedin ads so yes with just over an hour there you know lots of people are really glad about this talk we've got um heather cohen saying fantastic what um chat today guys thanks so much aj well very fantastic because of some of the answers that heather has given um kim dotty goes in and yes today's chat was a pleasure thanks to everyone who answered my questions um and then yeah kirk williams comes in late a bit <laughs> going into linkedin ads or curious about them go check out the conversation on ppc chat that just happened great discussion from smart people so yes take kirk williams advice go read the, the um go read what was um mentioned all the great advice that was given here as well as just listening to this roundup which will just um give you make sure you don't miss out on any of the threads or amazing um advice that was given the biggest for me is um you know targeting you know sponsored email using sponsored emails over text ads uh, sponsored ads over over text ads and email in mail um 
and yeah just making sure you're, you're, you're really great with your targeting is really good for targeting and some of those like industries and verticals that was mentioned earlier on I think the the one that comes to mind is higher education obviously b2b and um doing like s with saas saas products channels so yeah so i won't ramble on anymore i have already talked to your era for um over an hour now i hope you found all of that very useful um and um yeah drop us a line if you found that useful and um it'll be good to um, hear your views and i hope you continue to be successful and even more successful now um with um, linkedin ads optimization thank you very much and hope to catch you again soon